This is L'Inconnu Conversations, and I'm your host, Leila Gresh, founder and director of L'Inconnu Art Gallery. In this period of quarantine, where we are all physically isolated from our communities, we connect in a digital sphere as a means to remain interconnected. I opened up the podcast to informal conversations with friends of the gallery, artists, curators, dealers, collectors, etc., members of the community, you could say, to express and share between each other and also extend it out to our audience as to what is happening right now and, and what has happened and to include the rest of you in the conversation. So put in your headphones, go for a walk, blast it, do what you got to do and enjoy. So I'm with Dom Pazitano today, and we're going to talk about his new project called GGP and learn a bit more about him and what he has coming up. So Dom, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. I'm Dom, as uh, Leila said. Um, I just launched this new platform called Jallo Jallo Project, like short term name is GGP. Um, right now, we're just focusing on selling artworks by emerging and mid-career artists. And then once the COVID-19 is going to be over, we are also going to launch a project space in Berlin, where we invite basically galleries from, of course, outside Berlin to show in this beautiful apartment uh, their artists. And so we try to bring, you know, um, artworks, artists, galleries uh, that they never basically showed in Berlin before. Okay, great. And what was the approach that you felt there needed to be a physical space along with a virtual one? I think I like the idea when I built the project to not just be seen as another cloud, you know, another online platform to sell upwards. I think I like the idea to again show a lot of works online, of course, and sell them, as well as give opportunity to these artists and to these galleries to also show them at some point in a different environment than their usual ones. So looking at your gallery, for example, in Montreal and the new one coming in the Lower East Side, I think it's also like um, a good opportunity for, again, overseas galleries to show in Berlin to find out a, new, a, you know, a city and an environment that perhaps they never experienced uh, show-wise. And so also like uh, you meet galleries there, you meet new collectors there, you do studio visits, so you build synergy uh, with what, you know, again, Berlin can bring to you. And uh, so that's why I was like, I like the idea to do online because I think online is also before COVID-19 a very important sector that has not been really developed yet. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, I still like the idea to enjoy a show physically in a, you know, live in an actual space. So try to mix the two sides of the coin. So do online as well as physical at some point. Yeah, and it's also like this idea of globalization. It's it's a way of being able to integrate further because there are still limitations to being online, even though we all currently are. Um, but to have like a physical space and be able to develop that community as well in a more integrative way, I think that's that's great. Exactly. I think I think just looking at the project as a just online, it felt a little bit like 
without an actual soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just oh, it's just online viewing. It's just like digital. And again, I'm not expecting to do too many shows per year. Yeah. Because everybody is, you know, everybody has you know very busy calendar with shows, with artifacts to attend. But still, like I do want to propose a few galleries and I do want to show a few artists per year in Berlin mm -hmm. just because again I don't like the idea to just be seen as an online platform another online platform out there yeah no definitely and how have you found that COVID-19 has affected the launch you know like it was almost perfectly timed you know, like a lot of people in the beginning thought that, oh yeah, this is the right time to launch with yeah. the main difference that at the same time, everybody else has to adapt mm -hmm. to this new change. So again, as I went online and I launched it, a lot of other people did the same. So again, you know, like galleries find, you know, other providers or galleries just have to build themselves their own digital platform, their own online viewing, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I actually would have preferred to launch without the COVID and just be out there by myself at that stage rather than yeah. now. Don't get me wrong, like just quotation, like competing with other players at yeah. the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like in the beginning, it felt like, oh, no, it's the right time to go online because that's the only way you can propose art because, you know, galleries are closed, shows are closed, art fairs are going to get postponed or canceled. So yeah. everything is moving of course online but then again everybody moved online so now you have like just another one you know what i mean so yeah. everybody's like just emailing you about online showing about online viewing about digital platforms etc etc yeah it's a saturation which is what it is yeah it is what it is at the end of the day you know uh business still needs to be done so yeah. i totally understand and uh yeah. Um, I'm totally happy to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know again if it was the right right time. You know, in the beginning I thought perhaps was, but then everybody just followed my idea, of course. Yeah. So. So you feel is. that there's more competition, if anything. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, again, in the beginning when I thought about the project was like, okay, I give an opportunity to a gallery who really cares about their physical presence. I give them the chance to be online and, you know, develop this, um, you know, this side of the business that they haven't developed yet, okay? Mm -hmm. Because again, galleries, especially, you know, smaller galleries, uh, tend to just focus, of course, on the shows, on the calendar of the shows, apply to this art fair, going to yeah. this art fair. And, you know, the online has always been seen as like on the side. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna help you to kind of like put on the same, you know, same importance that you give to the show and to the art space. Let's give this importance also to the online platform and I'm gonna do that for you. And now instead, again, a lot of galleries decide to do that by themselves because A, are they applying for a lot of art space? I don't think so these yeah. days. A, are they putting up a show on? I don't think so either because who knows when we're gonna actually physically reopen. Uh, the gallery spaces. So again, everybody now has time to think and to develop as well as the online yeah. um, side of the business. Yeah. Well, I guess it'll be interesting when things do start to reopen and when you have the Berlin space in operation and how, you know, your whole business will start to integrate more as well. 
And so what was your background before? Like, what did you take from your previous career that you were able to put into GGP? So I'm like, my background is merely like finance. So I graduated in finance. I was doing banking in both London and New York City before I moved back to Europe like three years ago. Yeah. And I think my background helped me in the meaning life to be more of like an entrepreneur because again, I'm doing this project by myself. Uh, so I'm like physically like financing it by myself as well as I'm like, of course I have like an IT team uh, behind me, which I hired, which again is doing that side of the business, but all the project is around just myself and I decide to everything. And, uh, um, so I think finance and, you know, working in the equity capital markets helped me a lot as I was like sitting down with a lot of like corporates and learning about their business models. This helped me to build my own business model a lot, I believe. Okay, great. And you also collect yourself as well, right? Exactly. Yes. On the side, which, which as we know, it's not a real job at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just big pleasure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I start collecting like, I, I mean, I've been out there in the art scene, uh, like more than 10 years now, but I started collecting like more than five. Okay. I was like, in the first years, I always was like, I need to educate myself more, meaning like, yes, I like this and I don't like that. But I always felt like I needed time to just buy what I really like and when I when I have for good. Uh, right now, I never like flipped a work, and I actually hope I'm never gonna do that. Um, if I look at like my collection, uh, which is of course not that big, I'm a young collector still. Um, I still like look at it, and there is not a single piece that kind of like I regret. Or like, oh, why did I buy this? I really still like everything that I bought that's literally cool. like five years ago. And that's, I think, I think like it's one of my mission when it goes to collecting, like always buy the piece that is going to always keep you happy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's, has been like, uh, that's, has been like also the, you know, collecting helped me to meet a lot of galleries as you for example mm -hmm. uh, so you know he let me meet so many good people and so many good you know programs and I was like uh, you know like I think I want to do something around this passion of mine which is contemporary art and especially again the emerging at the mid-career I'm don't like blue chip I don't collect blue chip um, I don't collect established I of course go to all these shows because you still need to always like refresh your eyes with this, this sort of quality yeah. but i don't find it challenging collecting blue cheap and i don't like uh, i don't do any secondary to be honest with you either mm -hmm. um so i really like new things i really like you know like contemporary like current shows and you know supporting them helping them um and that's why i was like you know i like this industry quotation and i like this environment especially when it goes to you know um younger gallery you know not dated one and i was like why don't we try to do something with all of that and that's why it came out again the ggp project because i felt that a lot of the galleries that i'm in conversation with and they are on board with my project right now they didn't develop this online before so i was like okay why don't we work together and you know you still keep focusing focusing on again the gallery and the art phase and i help you to do more on the online side okay cool 
And so what do you have, um, do you have any special programming with the site coming up aside from the Berlin space or any other projects in the works? Um, I don't know, like I have ideally a show that I want to open with, but again, it's the, the Berlin space right now, it's really in the standby phase because mm -hmm. again, we still don't know what's going to happen. And actually, Berlin looks like it's going to reopen in the end of April already. Yeah. But again, I'm going to try always to show non-Berliners. So I can host a gallery from the United States, from Canada, or even like from UK or from Italy or from Paris, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And so it's really difficult right now to also have a conversation with galleries and be like, okay, let's program a show together in Berlin because it's already difficult for you guys to understand when you're going to open yeah. your own space first, what, which art fair you need to reapply for, which art fair you need to, I don't know, has been postponed, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So I think calendar-wise and as well as um, if I don't know exactly when are we going to open the Berlin space, I think it's there is no rush to already decide yeah. um, which show to put on. I have, again, a few ideas in mind. Mm -hmm. And, again, the space can host, like, two galleries. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would not mind to take advantage of this and, like, try to build a dialogue between two galleries that perhaps they work together on one artist, but they never work on other artists together. Mm -hmm. So try to kind of, like, build synergies there. Um, so that's something that I'm looking at. And there are like a few ideas in mind, you know, like artists that have been shown, you know, like a group show with X gallery, and then they're represented by white gallery, and I have both on board. So maybe like build a new dialogue there again. Um, but nothing has been fixed as of now. Mm -hmm. And which neighborhood is the space in Berlin? The neighborhood is Charlottenburg, which okay. is west. It's very like it's you know Berlin has these. You know, everybody, when he goes to Berlin, everybody says, oh, Berlin is like dirty but sexy. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit like filthy, you know, it's a little bit like grungy, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. Charlottenburg is actually like one of these clean neighborhoods. You know, meaning like, you know, that, you know, the facade of the buildings are like really nice mm -hmm. and uh, it's very like, um, you don't see too many like hipster quotation, you don't see too many like young kids. But there are a lot of galleries there and it's very central. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of traffic, of course, which definitely will help the success of the show, I believe. And I think galleries will be pleased to be in a like in a nice neighborhood and where a lot of people can come and visit you because this is also I think very important. After the COVID nineteen, I don't think people will be that will to, you know, commute again as we used to do. Um, so again, the idea to be in a neighborhood which has a huge presence and it's pretty like busy, it's gonna definitely help rather than, you know, this located White House in the mm -hmm. east of Berlin, for example. It's like, I don't know how many people will travel again as we used to do to go to a show. It's gonna be really like focused, like, I wanna see this show, I don't wanna see that show. And so, Again, the idea that we are in a neighborhood next to other galleries and in a neighborhood which has a big population already can help. And there are a lot of collectors living there. 
So I think the location of the project space is actually perfect. Yeah, that's great. And so what is your quarantine routine right now? Like, how are you keeping things going in this time? Personally? You know, I'm actually being very, like, on the lazy side. And I, I normally do, like, I used to do yoga classes um, before the lockdown. Yeah. So, like, till February, I would say. And right now, I don't know, it's because I perhaps live, you know, in a small apartment with a lot of artworks around. And, you know, so, I don't know, it's like, and also I don't like the idea to join this Zoom classes, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so I'm being very lazy and it's like my body's like, I get like tired after 10 meters. So actually right now all I'm doing is reading a lot, um, listening to a lot of music, of course, joining a lot of Instagram live, for example, or like Zoom with, you know, museum galleries. And I'm going through the inbox a lot, you know, the online, you know literally looking at every online show. Uh, I really miss the idea to not go to physical space. So at least I'm pleased that galleries are still trying to keep us engaged yeah. uh, with their own programs, although it's, of course, just digital. And so, yeah, I'm just reading a lot, listening to a lot of music, looking at a lot of art online, of course, and uh, watching a lot of movies, cooking a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting that many deliveries. And, you That's know, I was good. born and bred in Italy, so I'm like cooking pasta as like, all day, every day. Um, so this is it. Just, yeah, being very, like, lazy at yeah. this stage, to be honest with you. Not doing any exercise, unfortunately. Um, I actually could run because we have an hour per day, but I'm not taking advantage. I'm trying to be, like, isolated as more yeah. as much as I can That's good. at this stage. Not try to be out there. Now let's see, mate, hopefully. Well, it sounds like you're more physically lazy, but not mentally. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Dom, for, for taking the time to record this. And yeah, my pleasure. I look forward to seeing you in person. <laughs> yeah. Who knows when? <laughs> yeah. I guess all the I guess all the large all the Oscars, I think, are going to get cancelled, unfortunately. So I don't think we're going to do a revival in Miami during NADA yeah. at this stage. Really? You think NADA is going to be cancelled? I think I think the old Basel, you know, the old Art Miami, old Basel, yeah, yeah. Miami, old NADA, and etc., uh, etc. Et I think all that tweak is going to get cancelled. I think social distancing is going to last. For a long time. For another year. Unfortunately. Yeah. And what do you think about yeah, September? So think like all the fairs that have been rescheduled for September, do you think those are going to be canceled as well? Exactly. I think, yeah. I think, I think all like, you know, Basel, Basel in September to start with, and then Freeze London, Fiat Paris, and then Basel Miami, I think uh, they're all going to get canceled because I think, again, social distancing is going to last. I do believe galleries are going to reopen, uh, I guess, already in the summer and it's all yeah. going to be like, you know, you just need to control the traffic. So rather than having your doors open, you're like a little bit like containing how many people are in mm -hmm. the space and everybody is supposed to wear masks, et cetera, et cetera. Why? I think an art fair cannot work in that scenario because mm -hmm. 
how many people do you think are going to wait in line in front of a booth? Yeah. And there are like 100 booths to go through. It's just impossible. Yeah. Like, And it's also the experience is not that pleasant yeah. for the customers, for collection, for everybody. So uh, also you guys will be afraid to talk to random people all the time. So you cannot explain everything. You cannot, you know, go through the practice of the works, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I think art fairs, unfortunately for this year, it's, a no go yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I might be wrong, and again, if if I'm wrong, I will see you in Miami for example. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I hope not. not yeah, like, I yeah. Hope that, that I'm not gonna get cancelled, but yeah. they will. But I do so, think that that is like a good approach to have to play it on the safer side right now. You know, I'm honestly like attending more than twenty fairs per year. Yeah, and you know, mainly across Europe and North America, and. Honestly, like at that stage, I would really reconsider in the meaning like, okay, there is this chance to go to this fair, but do I really want to go at this stage? I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, uh, we can get everything online nowadays. Yeah. Um, which, so it's like, till we have the vaccine, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reconsider, as I was saying before, like even going to a show. Before I was going to a lot of shows, even for to see one artwork, for example. Yeah. Now it's like, do I really want to do that and put mm. quotation of my life at risk yeah. and the life of people next to me? Because again, we still don't know how you know to stop these this virus, and you know we still don't have an exact medicine to curate. So yeah. uh, I'm definitely I'm not gonna abuse. Of like okay yeah the lockdown is over yeah. let's go back to no work. it's gonna yeah, be a reintegration so gonna, yeah yeah I'm still like I will still be like skeptical and be like yeah I will go to this gallery but I wanna be sure that you know I contact the gallery and you know there is like kind of like a slot time meaning like okay if you come between five and six it, like try to work more with the with clients and with again visitors in general like. For the safety of everybody in the room, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not just mine, I mean, it's just me and the people next to me every day. So Yeah, we're all interconnected. Um, yeah, and uh, and again, fairs like attract like 50,000 people in three days. So yeah. imagine, again, it's like, do, you, do we really feel safe to be in a building with all these people around? I'm not sure about that. Kind of like freaking yeah. out a little bit on that side. So you know, we did this for many years, for a long time, but perhaps now it's tough to reconsider that. Then again, we have vaccine; it's fine. Why not? Let's go back to as we used to do. But till then, I will be like more cherry picking. Yeah. Yeah, but I also I think that not everyone is going to want to take the vaccine either. So yeah, that's going to be another problem when we get the vaccine. I yeah. probably I'm going to take. It. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah that's gonna be another funny story I mean, like, yeah as usual when no well vaccines, but, um, in a sense it's a good thing that we're limiting the amount of travel that we're doing both in terms of keeping up with galleries and always having to do different fairs but then also in terms of our our footprint you know um our carbon footprint that'll also be yeah. reduced and and I think that there does need to be a lot of editing and there also does need to be a lot of adapting and new structures and new systems. So I think that there will be like a huge rebirth and a large death at the end of this period. I think so. I think, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you say. Yeah. So I think that's going to be what's going to happen most likely. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, we'll be exciting. And until then, we'll find different avenues and arenas to connect. And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And thanks, Dom. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Enjoy.